I'm Ashley Baxter, the founder of With Jack. And after so many years helping freelancers stay in business, I'm no stranger to the kinds of problems you face. But freelancing doesn't mean having to face these problems alone. In a lot of these situations, there is help available. I'd like to share these stories with you so that you can be a confident freelancer. If you talk about IP theft, intellectual property theft, in the context of writing code, the Mark Zuckerberg lawsuit with the Winklevoss twins might spring to mind. There was an entire movie made about it called The Social Network. Uh, really good movie, in my opinion. It's not just big companies, though, that are vulnerable uh, to accusations of intellectual property theft. We've actually helped one of our customers a freelance developer, when their client accused them of IP theft. As always, we find most of the claims we see at Withjack stem from a client relationship breaking down. So there are usually a few red flags in the build-up to a relationship going sour, and there certainly were a few red flags in this story. Firstly, the client refused to sign the developer's contract, which included an intellectual property clause providing clarity around who would own the code. Typically, developers want to retain copyright of their creative works, such as the source code, so that they can reuse code on other projects. A clause in the developer's contract, which, like I said, was never signed by the client, stated that they don't hand over the IP to completed projects and instead they grant an unlimited license to use the work that they've done. Secondly, there was an outstanding invoice owed to the developer for over £10,000, which the client was refusing to pay. The licence to use the code formed the basis of the allegation. The client threatened further action if the freelancer didn't hand over the IP to them. Now, fortunately, the developer did have insurance, so they were equipped to deal with this in the best way possible. Um, And the threat of legal action triggered the developer's professional indemnity insurance. So if you're accused of IP theft or, similarly, copyright infringement, And that accusation is accompanies with a legal threat or looks to be heading in that direction. Your professional indemnity insurance might be able to help you. If covered, it will provide you with legal experts who will step in and try to iron things out with your client, reaching an agreement that satisfies both parties as best as possible. In this case, the lawyers assisted the developer in organising and preparing for a meeting with the client where a resolution was agreed. And one thing the lawyers will try to do is understand what outcome the client wants, in this case, the IP to be handed over, as well as the outcome that you would be happy with. In this case, the developer wanted their invoice to be paid and to be done with the project. The agreement that was reached between both parties was that the developer would hand over the relevant IP provided the client would pay the outstanding invoice in full and not pursue further action. Now, a couple of things to note about this particular story. If a client refuses to sign your contract, this is a red flag and potentially signals a client who is going to overstep boundaries, disregard your payment terms, and generally make your life a bit more difficult. So a very simple rule to adhere to is no work happens without a contract. If you don't have a contract, 
get one. It doesn't matter how much faith you have in yourself or your clients to do the right thing. There will inevitably be a time where you'll wish you had a contract in place. So here are three places to find contract templates. The first is your insurance policy, believe it or not. If you have legal expenses insurance, you will have access to legal documents, including a consultancy agreement contract. Bonsai also provide a number of vetted templates for freelancers, depending on your area. They usually focus on design, development and photography. And that's at hellobonsai.com. And then there's Andy Clark's Contract Killer. This is a very popular template in the web design world. In our last episode, we talked all about the mitigation costs clause in the professional indemnity policy, which is where if your client's unhappy with your work and refuses to pay your invoice and threatens to bring a claim against you, the insurer will pay you the amount owed to you by your client. And it is possible that had the client refused to pay the developer's fees, the insurer would have covered the unpaid invoice to ensure the developer wasn't out of pocket and to prevent the situation from escalating further. But luckily it didn't need to come to that because the legal experts uh, provided by the insurer were able to reach an agreement with the client. So, to recap, accusations of intellectual property theft aren't just for corporations that turn over multi-million or billion pounds a year. We have seen freelancers accused of intellectual property theft too. Your contract should give clarity around ownership by highlighting who owns the IP and on what basis it's used. And this, of course, should be agreed to before the project begins. If your client refuses to sign your contract, stick to the simple rule of no contract, no work. And because there were no rules around who owns the IP, this led to the client threatening to take things further if the freelancer didn't hand the IP over. This threat of legal action triggered the professional indemnity policy, giving the developer legal experts to assist them in organising and preparing for a meeting with the client where a resolution was agreed. It's also possible that had the client not paid the freelancer's invoice, the insurer would have covered this under the mitigation costs clause. And you can find out more about that if you listen to episode 35 of Unsure Insure. There are many resources out there providing contract templates for free. Your legal expenses insurance gives you access to legal documents, including a consultancy agreement contract. And you can also pay an additional fee to have it reviewed by a lawyer. I'm Ashley, the founder of With Jack. Thank you for listening to Unsure Insure. If you enjoyed the episode and you did learn something new, then tell a friend and leave a review.